Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. You're listening to Bloomberg Law with June Grasso and Greg Storr. Donald Trump's election has turned the previously obscure Emoluments Clause into one of the hottest subjects in constitutional law. The Emoluments Clause says that U.S. government officials can't accept things of value from foreign governments and their leaders. It's suddenly important because of Donald Trump's worldwide business interests and the potential that foreign officials may try to ingratiate themselves with the new president. Bloomberg BNA's crack Supreme Court reporter Kimberly Robinson just delved into the topic with a new story titled Five Things You Didn't Know About the Emoluments Clause. She's here with me in our 99.1 Washington studios. Hello, Kimberly. Thanks for having me. There were certainly at least a couple things in your article that I didn't know. Uh, start wherever you want. What, what's one thing we might not know about the Emoluments Clause? Well, I think one thing that was interesting for me um, is that in the 200 plus years that the Supreme Court's been operating, it's never once examined the scope or application of the clause. In fact, it's only actually cited the language of the clause in three cases. Now, historians say that probably has a lot to do with the fact that you know presidents have tried to really distance themselves from their business interests um, to avoid even the appearance of impropriety. And I recently read an article uh, from the Carter administration where he insisted uh, that he distanced himself from his peanut farm. Um, so uh, it hasn't been an issue for, for the Supreme Court. Um, but who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll see a new clause there. One of your points, Kimberly, is that it might not even apply to the president. And that's the position that Trump has been taking. Well, that's right. There's uh, a line of thinking that, you know, it only applies to officers of the United States who were appointed and not those who were elected. And I think one of the strongest supports for that argument is the fact that, you know, our first president, George Washington, actually did accept a number of valuable gifts um, from from the prince of France. Um, and so that kind of suggests that it, it doesn't it doesn't apply to the presidency. Kimberly, first of all, I think we should see how many former presidents we can name in, in this segment. We've got now Jimmy Carter and George Washington. Uh, let me take you back to 1818, I believe it is. There's a constitutional amendment having to do with this that, that uh, uh, had, a, had a fascinating twist. Tell us about it. Right. So the 13th Amendment of our Constitution almost said that people who violate the, the Emoluments Clause are actually going to be stripped of their U.S. citizenship. Now, I mean, that's a pretty intellectually stimulating thing to think of, your president potentially being stripped of their citizenship. But I think it's especially interesting in light of um, some waves that Donald Trump made on Twitter earlier this week, um, suggesting that you know flag burners should be punished and should be stripped of their citizenship. Uh, seems like the president 
president-elect may himself have once been at risk of losing his citizenship, too. And, and, and that amendment almost almost became part of the Constitution, right? It was just, uh, what, one state short? It was just one state short. But uh, we got a pretty good runner-up in the, in the, you know, quote, new 13th Amendment. Um, you know, that abolished slavery. So we got a, a good consolation prize. You know, I didn't realize that there was a question about Obama accepting the Nobel Peace Prize because of the uh, 10 million Swedish kroner attached to it. That's right. Tell us about that. Yeah, just a a year into his presidency, he was awarded this prestigious award. Um, But there was a question uh, whether or not he could accept it because there is this equivalency of $1.4 million prize. Uh, So... Even though the Supreme Court itself hasn't been in the business of interpreting the Emoluments Clause, the Department of Justice has. And they actually weighed in here and said, you know, it's not a violation for uh, President Obama to accept the prize because it wasn't from a foreign government. Um, So they really separated the Nobel Prize Committee and uh, the foreign government itself. So then, Kimberly, does that mean that they have, they do consider applying it to presidents? Yeah, I think that's that's really the majority view. Um, but, you know, once again, the Supreme Court hasn't decided. So it, it is still an open issue. Kimberly, let me let me veer from your list and, and ask you one one issue with the emoluments clause uh, is whether even if Donald Trump does violate it, whether there's any uh, way that could make its way into court, whether anybody would have standing to challenge something that he he, he does. Uh, uh, what's your take on that? What are you hearing from people? Well, right. So the Supreme Court has come up with all different rules about who can sue, you know, whom in court. And you, you really have to have a, a unique interest um, or a unique injury in order to be able to sue. And it's, it's hard to tell how any one citizen could have, you know, a unique enough interest to sue Donald Trump uh, for a violation of the Emoluments Clause. There's There's been some argument that maybe um, businesses that compete with Donald Trump's businesses might be able to do it. Um, but we, we, again, we really don't know. Uh, and it seems like maybe the remedy might have to be a political one. And that plays into your fifth point about Hillary Clinton. And by, by the way, I never in my life expected all this talk about the emoluments clause in the public. It's, it's just an amazing uh, sort of turn. <laughs> Well, that's right. So uh, Hillary Clinton found herself entangled with the emoluments clause, um, but not the foreign emol- not the foreign um, emoluments clause, but the domestic one. Um, and that was when she was a senator and uh, and approved uh, a salary increase for Secretary of State. And that's happened a few times. We want to thank our guest, Kimberly Robinson of BNA, the Supreme Court reporter. Thank you for being here. That is it for this edition of Bloomberg Law. We will be back tomorrow. Thanks to our technical director, Reginald Bazile, and our producer, uh, Mark Sinskalchi. Uh, you can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com, plus an invaluable website for the legal community at BigLawBusiness.com. Coming up on Bloomberg Radio, Bloomberg Markets with Carol Masser and Corey Johnson. Carol, what are you talking about today? Well, we're going to take everybody to Indianapolis because uh, Donald Trump, he's kicking off his thank you tour, but he's also going to talk about some jobs being saved in the U.S. at the Carrier Corporation. So we'll take everybody there live. Back to you guys. Okay, stay tuned for all that and more here on Bloomberg Radio. This is Bloomberg. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry 
and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.